Work in progress! Yeah. Hola. <laughs> Welcome back. We're a work in progress, and so is this podcast. Thanks for joining and for listening. We're open to feedback. Yeah, we're open. Yeah. And just an update on this past week. We had our first Friday Zoom Bible study. That was pretty fun, actually. I enjoyed it a lot. We watched um, The Chosen. Yeah. And, oh, man, it ended on, like, a crazy... Cliffhanger. Yeah, cliffhanger. And I'm kind of excited to watch it and finish it. We also had online open home. Well, we do it. Like, I just wanted to say, I read the book. and um, Oh, it's a book? The plot was very different. I don't know. Oh, I didn't even know it was a book. Well, <laughs> that's why you're a work in progress. Shame on me. All yep. right. Um, so, yeah, we had online open home Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, where we just kind of ate and, you know, just had some FaceTime through uh, Zoom and Google Hangouts. It was really fun. It was really nice to catch up on some, catch up with some people. Yeah. And, um, oh yeah. It was pretty productive too. Yeah, it was pretty productive. A lot other of than, other than time. the fact that we took a break that was as long as our work session. So that's oh, on yeah. Sasha. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, it was kind of, I, th- I thought it was really nice actually. It was it nice. Was, it was nice to like see people because it was getting really boring just seeing the same faces at my house but yeah anyway we also had a, a safeway run to like store on some supplies and food oh yeah monday was crazy i went yeah. on monday um and that was like the first official day of the stay at home and people were going crazy there was nothing on the shelves i couldn't find pasta for like a whole week oh yeah yeah it was crazy i was in line with edward for yeah. like an hour oh, yeah yeah and then philip left us yeah, well, I had to. Well, I come on. I had to go to Barnes and buy some yeah study yeah, books. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, but uh, I'm still kind of butthurt. We'll work Anyways. it out. We'll work it out off off mic. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll wrestle or something. And <laughs> that was a joke. Anyway, yeah. So same thing was crazy. All right. <laughs> okay. Continue. Yeah, we had a re- weird Safeway run. It was crazy. Um, it's still kind of crazy. Safeway is like pretty much half empty still. Um, oh, and every day this week we've been eating. Okay, we've been eating really well. Oh yeah, well. let's talk I... about some food that we had. <laughs> okay, wait. I just want to say before we talk about that, I just want to say we've been eating. Okay, let's talk about what we ate. What did we eat? We had. We, we had, had steak. Steak. Oh my goodness. Steak was three ninety nine a pound. So we each oh, yeah, got we a, had like a had. whole steak for like four fifty. Dude, um, I was so happy. Yeah. When I took a bite into that steak, I. Honestly, thought I, I kind of felt guilty. <laughs> Honestly, like it was too good. Yeah, and then we had this amazing roast pork the next day, and then we made prugogi the next day. Oh man, we've been using our grill like crazy, mashed potatoes yeah. every day. Yeah, I'm so blessed to live with some cooks at our house, being fed every day. We had homemade ramen today. That was oh. really good too. Yeah, Jeff. He shout out to Jeff. He made um, the eggs, the the actual like legit eggs. He made chashu. And he made and Nick made the broth, which was really good, yeah. and yeah, oh, that was pretty. That was pretty, pretty good. good too. Yeah, we've been eating real well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I gained like four pounds since Monday. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I gained I gained like five pounds. Yeah, but that's okay. Um, we're we're bonding. We're having good food. Yeah. Anything else that we need to update? I think that's okay, all. That's well, it, right? I will just tell the story just to clear the air. Um, some of you might have seen on our Facebook page, um, Rudy posted a picture and said he threw. Oh, yeah. He what, what did he say? He said he threw the carbon out of the trap. Oh, Basically, yeah. what happened was I went to the apartment that Hyoan and Rudy were staying at, which, by the way, was absolutely disgusting. 
Oh, yeah. Um, well, they showed us a video of their bathtub, and it's just, like, full of weird black spots. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> gross. Um, so, I went there to... I was going to make them... Well, we were going to do DT together, and then I was going to make... I made them carbonara, and... Um, which is illegal, by the way. Which is... <laughs> yes. So, don't report me. Yeah, continue. What was your okay, story? So, so, um, I made the carbonara... It was all ready to go. It was on the pan. It was like done. It was off the stove. I put it down on the table, and I was getting ready to put it on the plates so we could eat it. And it fell off the table, literally into the trash can. <laughs> and the weird thing was it landed on top of the trash can, so none of it spilled. Okay. But then the lid of the trash can closed on top of oh, the carbonara. Man. And then I opened it, and then Kyoan was like, Oh, we can still eat it. And I was like, no, I cannot let you eat it. Like, my conscience not allow me to let you eat it. And then he was like, yeah, actually, when we first came here, that trash can was covered in mold. So, and I was oh, like, gross. yes, we're not going to eat this. Oh. So then we went to Popeye's and it was really sad. Dang. That's a, that was a good story. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so that's just an update on what we've been doing. Um, hopefully you guys are um, eating just as well, if not better than we are. And hopefully you guys are doing a good job of staying productive, um, staying healthy. Yeah. Um, okay, so today it's going to be kind of a special um, segment, and I'm going to interview Eddie. And Ooh. <laughs> okay, that was although, <laughs> although it might not I be... I apologize for that. <laughs> you're forgiven. Oh, thanks. Um, although it might not be immediately clear, um, Eddie is a work in progress. And uh, yes. he might seem already perfect now, but I know. he wasn't always this way. Yes. Um, and our podcast is called Work in Progress. We're all about um, just how we have been growing in our faith and are going to continue to grow. Yeah. So um, even though Eddie's got a long way to go, he's he's come a long way as well. Yes. And so we just wanted, I just want to interview him a little bit and, and just get a little bit of a picture of what he was like before, um, mm-hmm. just tell some stories, um, we'll talk about some significant moments, uh, times that he really like grew, and then just how overall he's changed. So um, I'm excited. Are you excited, Eddie? Uh, I'm kind of scared, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah I have I no told idea him, what he's going to ask. I'm not going to tell you the questions. We're just going to run with it. So. Yeah. It'll be exciting. Um, okay, so so I, I think it would be nice to just get a, a picture of what you're like now. Okay. Um, so... Just give us give us a picture. Like like, what's a normal day like before coronavirus? What's a normal day look like for you? Okay, so normal day for me, normal work, work day. I would wake up at like around five forty five because my work starts at seven. Oh, which is a pain. Yeah, yeah. I wake up at five forty five, all tired and I hate everything. <laughs> I go take a shower and I feel a little better, and then I just you know go through my routine, brush my teeth and all. I believe it's a very, like, detailed... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I go... <laughs> I, dri- I drive to San Ramon because that's where my work is. I um, I do my DT at work, which I shouldn't be doing, but God comes first, so shout out to God. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I do DT, and then I just work until uh, 3.30, so that's one good thing about my work. I end early at 3.30, come home, or go straight to Berkeley. It depends on the day. Um, yeah, just kind of stay out with some freshmen, uh, with my peers at Berkeley, just hang out, eat, uh, maybe do DT with some freshmen, um, yeah, just connect with people, and then come home, and then sleep and repeat, 
over and over. Nice. Yeah. So just give us a, a picture of how, like, abnormal your life is. Because, like, how many of your work, how many of the people at your work do the same thing as you? Like, after work, they, like, go out and hang out with, like, college students and do ministry. Oh, I, I bet you none of them do that. <laughs> Some, a lot of people in my office actually are kind of, like, workaholics. Like, okay. they stay longer than I do, and they, like, come earlier. So... Yeah, I don't know how they do it, but I guess huh. they have nothing else to do. What but. exactly do you do? So I am technically called design engineer. So I design electric poles. Like, so my my company is a, a consultant for PG&E, okay. an electric consultant. So I build um, electric poles, and then I set uh, send that design to PG&E, and then they approve it. And then, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I, I just build poles, and then make sure it's all good up to standard and then I send it and then yeah and they build it okay yeah interesting and people come in earlier than you and stay later than you to do that yeah I mean we all have different there's like different projects right now I'm working on pole replacements got it got it there's also like equipment this is really boring can we move on to a different I feel <laughs> okay. like I'm just, I'm no one's to, really interested well, I don't know in... I'm just trying to get a get a picture of, of what your life is like because I think um I mean it's pretty it's pretty clear like that's not like what's important to you, right? Like no, and so no, like no. the interesting part of your life is really what you do after work. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just kind of kind of interesting because that's probably not what you imagine yourself doing, like your oh, freshman, yeah. even sophomore year. So so like freshman sophomore year, what was kind of your goal coming out of college? Ooh, what kind of a job a did you want to get? Uh, I was actually thinking of. You know, getting a job related to my major. <laughs> okay. Like right now, was... uh, chemi. I was a chemi. Okay. Uh, I stuck through it, even though my grades were horrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, I survived. I graduated with a degree, and yeah, I was expecting to like work at like I don't know Chevron or like some kind of petroleum Got company, it. or maybe even like an energy renewable energy company because I was it. really into renewable energy. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Um, uh, it didn't become as important. Uh. When once I, um, you know, committed my life to Christ, and like I kind of, yeah, like my vocation now is is kind of just like my second job, and my main job is a minister for Christ. Yeah, and I don't know. It's I think it's much better than what I had planned. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, at the moment, like when I made that decision to follow Christ, I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not even sure, <laughs> like, if this is gonna be sustainable. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think this past year as as staff, like. Yeah, it's it was a really like growing moment, and I think I became more dependent on on, on like people around me and the church and God, and I think it helped me grow a lot. Actually, it's I mean I still have a lot to grow. Yeah, yeah of course. And I know a lot well, of older people who like has been through that, and I'm just grateful our church can has a lot of people with a lot of experience, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of really grateful for that, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, so, I mean, it's pretty clear, like, that, that what you're doing now in terms of, like, spending time on ministry, um, even your job, um, I mean, the, one of the big reasons why you do the job that you do is because, like, you want to stay around, right? And, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's not easy to find chemi-related jobs in the Bay yeah, Area. Yeah, that is. So, um, yeah, and, oh, just hit this table. Um, so... Yeah, I just want to, like, that's kind of where you are now, right? And mm -hmm. and I think that that 
we need to get a gauge for where you where you are now and then go back to what you used to be like to see like the progress made so let's go back to freshman year eddie um just curious coming into college were you looking for a college ministry or a church i guess uh no actually my um i actually wanted to run away from church because okay. i'm a pk and um yeah, I, I had a lot oh, of... Just in case anyone doesn't know what a PK is. Uh, I, I was that. a pastor's kid. Yeah. My dad's a pastor. And actually, my dad's also bivocational. He, he does like a Taekwondo Tojang. Oh. So that's pretty cool. That's how you got started in Taekwondo? No, no. We My dad got my brother and I into Taekwondo first. And okay. then later on, he wanted to start oh. up. Yeah, so now he, he actually runs one. So okay. that's pretty cool. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I came into um, college just kind of wanting to run away because... I had a lot of questions, like apologetics kind of questions, like, mm. like is God real? Like, how do I know, like, scientifically mm. that might be true or that God might exist? Yeah. And, yeah, I, I think I just didn't have answers for that. So, like, I slowly uh, drifted away from Christianity. So, yeah, college, it was just like a time where I just wanted to explore the world and just wanted to live my life. So I was very worldly, mm. um, just going out every night and, like, playing video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... Now that I think back, like, that was really sad. <laughs> like, I remember um, just coming home and just playing, like, League of Legends until, like, 6 in the morning oh my on Saturdays. Oh, yeah, it was really bad. Oh, my but, goodness. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have, like, a high vision for myself, as, mm. like, for, like, career-wise. I just wanted, like, a decent job to, you know, like, pay off my loans and yeah. then just live a steady life. Yeah. But... And then I guess that extra time you have would be like just having fun. Just yeah, like, yeah, video games with friends, or yeah. And I think that's interesting because like, people say that it's like, oh, I just want a job that pays well, and then in my free time I'll just kind of have fun. Yeah. But then their idea of fun is like, gaming, or their idea of fun is just like watching Netflix at home, and like, yeah, yeah. of course it's like entertaining, but I don't know that I would consider that like, fun. Like I guess it is fun sometimes, but it's just not. Like the fulfilling kind of fun. You yeah, know? It's yeah. just, it's entertaining. It's, it's, yeah, it's very short, um, like short term enjoyment. Yeah. It's not joy, it's just short term happiness. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, having a purpose and having, uh, like a job to do as, as Christians is, is where you actually feel true joy. Hmm. So I, I, like at the time when you're living a worldly life, you don't know that you're living kind of an empty life yeah that's what i felt personally okay. like yeah i thought i thought i was living i was going on a path that was right for me yeah and then once like i found out about god and i like really investigated that i'm like wow i'm missing out on something really big and that was like when i realized yeah i was like looking back now like oh wow i was living such an empty life yeah i was I, i'm pretty grateful for that yeah and and it's, it's interesting to me because like even now i mean um, sometimes I'll envy my like coworkers who like after a long day of work they just go home and they get to spend their time like however they want to and yeah. sometimes it feels like man I, I have to go like just get ministry done I have to go to like praise practice or I have to go meet up with students and it's like it's tiring mm-hmm. and it's like man I just want time for myself but then um, even like just some of my friends that um, like went to Clasis with us and then now they don't come to they don't um engage in ministry after work anymore yeah. um i talk to them and like it's not like they're going home and with their extra time they're like 
like picking up new hobbies or like yeah. they're exploring new things or like they're like living what I would call their best life. They're just like, yeah, like I said, they're, they're going home and gaming or going home and like, like, like watching Netflix or like, and I don't want to generalize too much, but it's, it's like, even with this Corona, right. It's like, I don't have time after work, work where I need to go to Berkeley and minister anymore. Yeah. And I have all this extra time and it's like, man, what am I doing with all this extra time? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of the same things. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so you've known Nick for a while. Um, you yes. guys lived together. You guys did everything. Just like I, we want to have an episode. And we're talking in the about future. Nick Lee. And Nick Lee, yeah. yeah. Nick we want to have a we want to have an episode in the future where you guys just talk about <clears throat> your friendship in more in detail. But like, just give us like a a basic overview of like your friendship and like I don't know. Was he a a good influence to you spiritually? At least just those first two years of college. Like, oh, first two years of college. Yeah. Um, just kind of talk about that dynamic a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just FYI, I've knew I've known Nick since middle school. Yeah. So, I think how many years is that? Like over eleven years. Well, what I think when in middle school? Uh, seventh grade. Seventh grade. So seventh grade. Seven, eight, plus another two, four plus another four. That's like ten. That's years. like ten years. Eleven. Yeah. I mean, including this year. Yeah, including this year. Eleven years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, during college. Yeah, we weren't honestly that close. Actually, okay. like we just kind of acknowledge each other as like people who like knew each other yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we weren't that close we weren't like personally involved with each other until like we came out to places junior mm. year where we kind of opened up more mm. and yeah i think we're definitely closer now which mm. is kind of interesting because yeah. we we spent more time like being pagans <laughs> than being <laughs> christians you know and it took us I, we're closer now in yeah. like those those three years than we huh. had connected like those past years so oh, just really just for fun, give us like a, a picture of, I don't know what life with Nick looked like those first two years. Like I just remember um, going to the gym with okay, him, okay, and we're just kind of like proving our strength to each <laughs> other. You know, some like the bro, like what the bros do, like yeah. as a as a bro lifter. You know? <laughs> like oh, you did that way. I'm gonna add a plate. See, <laughs> you think you could do that? So, wait, okay, wait. So, so were you guys both planning on getting really big in college, or was it just kind of the result of you guys constantly competing with each other? Um, it was both. Okay. It was both. We both wanted to get big. That's funny. And we also kind of fed off of each other's pride. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was really fun. Actually, I like. I think we got close through that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's a different kind of close. Right? Yeah, it's a different like, kind of close. It's like yeah, it's it's different, but it, that was fun. Hmm. Um. Yeah, not to call out Nick, but we were both very lazy. I remember after, like, a chemi class, we would come back home, like, at 3 o'clock, and we just both lie, like, in our separate beds and just kind of sleep for, like, three hours and wake up and like, what just happened? What day is it? And then we play games, like, all, all night. Oh, man. Did you guys play League together? We did, we did. So did you guys ever fight over League? Because I have a lot of friends who, like, cuss each other out over League. Actually, or, like, no, we're, like we're both nines. What is a nine? So, so a nine is a peacemaker. Oh, okay. So we're both peacemakers. <laughs> That's like the perfect combo for a roommate, actually, if you don't want to, like, yeah, have, 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 have problems. <laughs> yeah, we would both avoid, like, having problems. <laughs> so, actually, we never had problems. We never, like, fought, which is kind of sad. <laughs> like, that means we didn't really care about each other, yeah, like, yeah. how we, That's like, spoke to each other. That's interesting. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, that was well, okay. what we were. So, you told me once you're a nine-wing... Eight, which is yeah. 
How does it that is work? Because it is a challenger. Aren't those opposite? Like, what does that look like? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm honestly not sure. Maybe that's why I'm so, so weird. <laughs> so, so, just moment of honesty here. Were there times where you were really angry with Nick, but you just didn't want to bring it up because you're like, I don't want to say anything. Like, Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure there were a couple okay. times like that, but there weren't. I don't remember most of them. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there were, though. That's yeah. really interesting. That's, really, that's interesting to me because... Um, like I, I lived with with Jeffrey and Sam since yeah Sam Zhang since um, uh, sophomore year. Oh. Um, the three of us have lived together for the last four years, um, and I'd say I'm I'm definitely really close with them. Um, at the same time, I don't think we necessarily had a lot of like we we didn't really have any big arguments. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm a pretty confrontational person, and so like I I think I think I don't really let things get big. I just kind of say things as oh, they come as up, and I just kind of like. If anything, like, people take it as me being, like, mean because I'm always nitpicking about something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm not saying is, is better or not, but I just think that's really interesting because um, I know a lot of people who had really big, like, roommate fights. Yeah. That, I don't know, like... Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's... Like, how would I respond? Like, I, I do wonder, like, how I would respond with someone, like, confrontational. Hmm. I think I would kind of, I would, like, personally think I would brush it off. Or, like, try to, um, like, amend towards their liking. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but I think I would have a hard time living with that person. Like, it would just put a lot of stress on me. Yeah, yeah. But I would would still try to, like, my my character, like, would, yeah, I would try to, like, abate that situation somehow. Because I think I value that more than, Mm -hmm. you know, my own comfort sometimes. Hmm. Which is hard on me, but. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's go back to your relationship with Nick because I think um, I think even that just kind of shows a lot of growth. So so you said um, I just think it was interesting that you said like oh it's kind of sad because the fact that you guys didn't have any like arguments with each other kind of points out that like you guys didn't really care enough to bring things up and to like yeah kind of take that level yeah. deeper. Um, but then now things are different, and um, I I didn't know you guys before you guys started coming out to crisis. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know that I can say like, I personally have seen like the huge shift. Um, but I, I definitely feel like I've seen a lot of growth in both you and Nick, just like in terms of like commitments that you guys have made to like take your faith more seriously. And, um, and so it seems like, like you guys coming out to Clasis was a very big moment, uh, or at least for you in your life. And so just, just to kind of paint a picture. So so my side of the story with how I knew Nick and Eddie is um, I didn't know them um, in, like directly, but my freshman year I was floor mates with these two girls named Eunice and Anna. They're from yeah. SoCal, and um, they were friends with Nick and Eddie. Yeah. So um, you knew Anna because your parents, family friends, your family friends, yeah. your dads are both pastors, pastors. and they're like friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's how you guys got to know Eunice? Yeah, I think I think the first time I met Eunice was when we were going to an A2F welcome night. Okay. So Was that freshman year? Yeah, that was freshman year. Well, I was at the A2F welcome night with, with I went with Anna too, actually. Wait, maybe you were there and I just didn't. Wait, yeah, maybe we met each other. That's so weird. Oh my gosh. I only thing I remember <laughs> from that is I remember Wait, I Wait, met... were you at the corner of college and Haste or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that it's that um it called it starts with a something hall yeah but it was that corner it's by martinez oh maybe that's not it 
I was on call. Wait, Martinez. Oh, college. Yeah, college. Wait for for the welcome night. I think it was welcome night. No, no. I remember very clearly the A2F welcome night was in Anna Head Hall, which uh, is right next to Martinez. And I remember that clearly because, okay, well, there's there's three things that stick out to me in my memory very clearly. One was one of the first people I met was Jesse Chow, and mm-hmm. then I, I remember talking with Jesse, and I really liked him. And I was like, oh, like, because for me, I was looking for a leader that I could vibe with, and yeah. I was like, oh, this is someone that I think I could vibe with. Um, the second thing I remember very clearly was um, was I didn't go to that welcome night with Anna, but yeah. then I met Anna there. Wow. And then I introduced myself, and then she was like, oh, I know you. I brushed my teeth next to you this morning. And I was what like, the? what? And she's like, oh, we're on the same floor. And I was like, okay, that was really weird. Like, that's really strange. And then that's how... Yeah, Anna is kind of weird. Yeah, she, she says weird things like that. But then, so I remember that. And then I remember, I went with my roommate, Cade, who's like this this cowboy from New Mexico. Like, he yeah. literally owns horses. Oh, that's cool. And um, I remember I brought him, and then we were sitting, and then right as the message started... He just left. He's like, I, I don't want to be here. And he left. And oh, I was like, whoa. I remember my heart stuck. I was like, oh, gosh. And then he went home. Dang. And then he got stuck in the elevator <laughs> on his way back. And then he texted me. He's like, is this God? <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then I was, but then he was totally joking. I don't know. He's kind of, kind of like crazy. So, um, oh, but I just remember funny. those three things very clearly. Oh, um, interesting. So I don't remember meeting you. Okay. All, all that aside. Yeah. Um, That's pretty So first time you met Anna was the... I'm oh, sorry, Eunice was the A2F Welcome Night? I think, actually, I don't know if it was Welcome Night. Oh, okay. I, don't, oh, I, don't, I don't remember. It was like an A2F thing, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah, it must have been a different event. Then. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, I think that's the first time I met her. And then, yeah, junior year, I think, you invited her? Out? Yeah. Okay, well, so, so junior year, I, um, so, so Anna and Eunice, they went to COIN yeah. our freshman year. And I went to places, I joined places. Um, I didn't really want to join COIN because my brother had just graduated from COIN and I didn't, I didn't want to be associated <laughs> with that. Like, um, But then they were really close to their freshman year leader and then she moved back to Korea. So they had a really hard time just kind of like connecting with, with other like girls in COIN. Yeah. Not, I mean, not that it's anyone's fault. It's just that's yeah. how it, it is. And they decided to leave. Um, and I know that they... Eunice had been checking out other groups and she was kind of finding a hard, having a hard time finding a new group. Um, Anna, on the other hand, had not really been trying to check out new groups. And so um, I was pretty good friends with them. So uh, it was junior year. I um, just grabbed Bobo with Anna. Um, We found out we were taking a class together. Um, And then I just asked her like what she'd been doing for church. She said she had been going. I told her, hey, you should check out Klesis. Um, I know you tried out Coin, but like, it's, it might be a different feel. Just, just come and try it out. And she said, okay, I'll I'll, I'll try to come. So I invited her and Eunice. Oh, and then Anna I never see. ended up coming. But then Eunice came and then she brought you guys. Yeah. And I had no idea. that. I, no, I think she said that you were coming, but I don't think she said anything about Nick. Oh, I think I asked Nick, oh, do you want to just come out? Because he had nothing to do. Oh, okay. And we just came out together. And I remember it was McKinley. Yeah, I remember McKinley. the first time I met you guys was right in front of McKinley and you guys had walked up and then... yeah. Um, and, and we saw Cindy Asano, which I knew from Taekwondo. Uh, I was yeah. like, what? Cindy's here. Well, that's <laughs> really interesting. So I knew Nick and Cindy. Oh, man. I, I have a really funny story with Cindy where um, the first time I met Cindy... No, not the first time I met Cindy. One of the first times I met Cindy was... Um, 
I said not one of the first times. There's only one. one <laughs> Basically, the yes. first time I met Cindy was um, another floor mate. Was I was I had another floor mate who was friends with Cindy. Yeah. And um, that floor mate, she got like in trouble at like a frat party. She was just like blackout drunk. She was having like she's she's in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. So I went with my other roommate, um, the same guy, the oh, same yeah, yeah, the same yeah. guy who went yeah. to the HL Falcon Night. We went with with Cindy's friends um, to try to just go help out. And so yeah. first time I met Cindy was at a frat party because I was there to help my, my floor mate. Okay. And then, um, I didn't really think much of it. I just like kind of saw Cindy. I didn't even really introduce myself. Uh-huh. I, I think. And then a, a couple weeks later, um, Steph Chow or Steph Kang, she was Steph Chow at the time. Uh-huh. She brought Cindy up to me and was like, Hey, have you met Cindy? And then Cindy's like, "Oh, I know, I know him. I met him at a frat party." <laughs> oh no! And then Steph just gave me the look of death. Oh, and I, was like, I know what that is. I can explain. <laughs> I was like, I can explain. <laughs> please. Yeah. Oh man, I know that's there. Yeah, I get it like every day. <laughs> <laughs> I know you and me and Jeff. We know that's oh, yeah. there because we're always messing around. Yeah, but it it does humble me. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> thank you for your stare. Yeah, so. thank you, Steph. <laughs> Um, okay, sorry, going back. Yes. So, you, so Cindy was there that first day. Yeah, um, I was surprised about that. Yeah, so what was going through your brain, that first Bible study? Like, like um, talk about the invite, talk about the night, I don't know. I don't remember brain? the night much, but I just remember, like, really vibing with you guys, with all the guys, and, like, I was like oh, these are a fun group of guys. Like, mm-hmm. and, and at the time, like, spiritually, I was feeling pretty hungry. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I was pretty um, just tired of not knowing what to do with my life and, yeah. and I just wanted like to find purpose and yeah at the time I was just like oh, I'll just check this out and see if it's good <laughs> or yeah. not and yeah. yeah it turned out to be like one of the best like things that happened yeah actually so yeah I mean small steps <laughs> sometimes unexpected yeah you know? and so. and I think a lot of significant moments too right like I'm sure there must have been a lot of moments in the oh moment. yeah one significant moment was um we, you guys had church 101 okay um, on Tuesdays, right? Yeah, Tuesdays yeah. and old Clayton's house. Yeah, well, old not the house. old. The there were like second, four Clayton's house, yeah. but the third yeah. for me, the third one. But I guess for you, the second one. Yeah, yeah. and we uh, Nick and I actually Isaiah texted Nick and Nick and I to like ask if if we wanted to come to Church One Hundred One. We're like, what is what is this? Like, it sounds interesting. We have nothing to do on Tuesdays. What uh, is Church One Hundred One? Just so people. So know. Church One Hundred One is something that I don't know. Do we still do it? Uh, yeah, it's like course. Yeah, it's, it's like course, course, but just talking about like what the church is about and like mm-hmm. how what it how it relates to our life and yeah. like what it's supposed to be. And I don't know, it was really interesting to me because hmm. I just had one perspective on church: is just go on Sundays yeah. and just do worship and give offering. Yeah, and yeah, it's just learning about like church and and spending time eating with these guys yeah. with you guys. And I don't know, I think that was a big bonding moment. I think that regularity of Tuesday nights just kind of grounding ourselves and going to, you know, do fellowship with other people and just reading, like, about the Bible and reading yeah. about God and yeah. the church was was really a good foundation. And I think it, yeah, it was really good for both Nick and I. And yeah. that's when we also tried to finish Course 201, which was with uh, Ray Shin, <laughs> and we never finished it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We never finished Course 201. Yeah, Ray Shin, uh, just for people who don't know him, he is the same class as, like Nick Kang and Alex Song, um, he was yeah. an older brother um, that I was really close with. Um, hope he's doing well. Hope he's staying safe. Yeah, in Corona. Yeah, uh, he's still around. Hope safe. Um, 
Yeah. And and I think it's cool because um like that that's clearly a spiritual uh like check not check mark, spiritual uh what's it called like uh, checkpoint, I guess, like yeah. for for you. And I think that that in our relationships there's definitely a lot of spiritual check markers and there's also like relational markers. I think for me with you guys, um one thing I remember very clearly is Ray Ray Shin really wanted to pull you guys in. Ray Ray had yeah. this obsession with Korean guys. Um, <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. Uh he he really wanted he felt burdened for like Korean guys who were like him. Yeah. Um especially SoCal Korean guys. And yeah. and um oh, that's that's the <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah, before. well so 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 I remember he especially me and Jeffrey, he um really was like Hey, like we need to do a good job of bringing these guys in. I remember um, he said, "Hey, I'm gonna bring them over and just gonna buy a bunch of McDonald's." You remember oh, that? Yeah, I do remember. And then that. you guys came over and just hung out at our apartment. Yeah. And that was the day that he bought a bunch of sweet tea. Yeah. <laughs> it was not sweet at all. Yeah, it was just it was brown, just brown water. water. And we were all so angry with me. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Feeding us brown water? Yeah. I can't believe you have invited me to this party. <laughs> And feed me brown water. Yeah, and then that's a that's I also was so ungrateful. It's also a very relation. That's a big relational <laughs> marker for um, Alex Lung. He always talks about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, you guys shooting Nerf guns at each other. Oh yeah, I think that's when Alex really opened up <laughs> <laughs> to us. I remember uh, everyone went to like basketball. Yeah, yeah. Open and gym. me, Nick, Genji, and Alex, we were shooting Nerf guns at each other, <laughs> and then the gun broke. So we ended up throwing the dust <laughs> at each other for two no, hours. No, it was for two hours. It's not that the gun broke. It's that Genji bought those cheap Chinese oh, bullets yeah, yeah, yeah. that don't fit in the gun, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and we just threw Nerf guns. <laughs> and Grown so, men, college men. Yeah, and that's something that Alex brings up often. Like, he cherishes that yeah, moment. Yeah, he really cherishes. I mean, I cherish that moment, too. Okay, I think. That's good, that's good. Uh, that's when I kind of, yeah, I could be myself around those people. I was like, oh, wow, this is... Yeah. Yeah, I can vibe with these guys. Cool. Yeah. And I think another moment that I think about is just like our house meeting when we all met together to like move yeah. into Juicy House. And yeah. I remember I remember we were kind of like, oh, I'm not sure if, if these guys would want to live with us. And then um, we asked you guys and then and then just kind of being all together to meet for that. Yeah. And then actually kind of following through with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Why don't you talk about like Juicy House and how that was different from like your living situations before? Like... Oh, dude, it was, uh, physically, like, the actual house was pretty jank. Yeah, yeah. But... We, I mean, we had a huge rat. We had yeah. a rat the size of an Arizona can. Oh, yeah, we had a rat problem. Yeah. But actually, our room was pretty nice. Yeah, your room was nice. We had, a, like, a big, tall room. Yeah. Four guys. Uh, it was me, Nick, Alex, Jeromey. We had a great time. We had, um... We were always hanging out in there. Yeah, we were always hanging out there. A lot of good memories. A lot of yeah. fighting. <laughs> a lot of wrestling. <laughs> A lot of gaming. Fighting over what? <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, we'll, just yeah, we'll just leave it there. We'll just leave it there. But yeah, I think, yeah, freshman, so sophomore year, we actually lived in a, um, a garage. Me and Nick and I. <laughs> you know, uh, Everest Properties? The sketchy. Oh, the sketchy guy? Yeah, like. the we, Like the murderer? Isn't he like a murderer? I think so. <laughs> and like, okay, actually, I don't want to go into it. He's, he's yeah, creepy. Yeah. It was weird. Cause, don't look him up. Don't look him up. Yeah, it was weird because. Yeah, we, we live in our garage, and we paid <laughs> we paid $1,000 per month. Oh, my goodness. Because we, we waited. Each? Yeah, each. Because oh we waited goodness. until, like, April to look for housing. Oh, my God. Yeah, so there was mold, it was smelly. You could have a studio for a thousand. Yeah, that, it was a studio. 
Oh. But it, it was a garage turned into a studio. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. Huh. But, yeah. So, so it was an upgrade, for sure, <laughs> to Juicy House. Juicy House was pretty good. Wait, actually, no. We lived in Carlton before. Sorry. Sophomore year was that janky garage, and then Carl- we moved to Carlton junior year. Okay. And that's where Sky and um, Joe are living right now. So it was, oh. like, the same apartment. Yeah. Oh, those are nice apartments. Yeah, it's pretty nice. We lived there. How much do you guys pay for those? I think that was like nine hundred. Oh, still yeah, a lot. Still, still a lot. Wow. Yeah. I I don't think I've paid over six hundred. How much was GCOs? These are GCOs was like seven hundred. No? Oh, maybe for your quad. I don't remember yeah, actually. Maybe. I think the triples we paid a little bit less. Oh wait, actually, I think it was six hundred. Yeah, it was like six hundred. I don't think I paid over six hundred. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty lucky, honestly. Yeah, but yeah, it was. I I like GCOs. GCOs was like the better housing situation that we had yeah so. and like it was just nice to to live with the our coin peers like those oh, yeah. guys like that I was fun. I didn't know them at all before I mean I barely knew them before that and like we just had a lot of fun yeah. like like Reese, Danny um, yeah. Lucas like John all those guys oh, man. I remember playing D&D with Sean <laughs> <laughs> that was fun yeah we oh, man a lot of good memories I okay I just want to tell this story because I think it's it's I don't know why. I just I just feel like we should tell the story. You know the one where we uh, we were just talking about this, but that it was like graduation week, and we were all like, we were all gonna watch a quiet place in the big oh, yeah, 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 yeah. quad, and we're just laying there. We're we're literally about to start the movie. We're all really comfortable. Yeah. And then the sisters like text us our peer sisters, and they're like, "Hey guys, we're gonna hike to the big C right now. <laughs> it's like twelve a.m. Yeah, we're like it it's really dark." And we're by ourselves, FYI. <laughs> and like clearly they're like, no, that was it. Yeah, FYI, FYI. Period. Yeah, but clearly they're they're insinuating like <coughs> it's dangerous. You guys need to like help us. Help us. But then we're like, we were like, we all looked at each other. We're like, no. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. I th- I feel like we could have been better peers. No, we f- we definitely could have. But yeah, I feel bad. But it was it was. I mean, 12 a.m., come on. <laughs> 12 a.m. No, okay, and then, and then I finally, I was like, okay, I'll go, and then I'll go and pick them up, because they wanted a ride back or something, and then I, I drove there, and then I got to the parking lot, and I was like, hey, where are you guys? And they're like, oh, LOL, we're at Top Dog, we didn't go on the hike, <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, man. I just I, need to get that off my chest. I remember, um, I forget who, I think it was, like, Sam. Like, uh-huh. he was like, oh, yeah, the sisters are going. And we all just looked at each other. We're like, who's going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's going to take the fall? <laughs> yeah, we were all like, oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, but. But, you know, there's lessons to learn from that, you know? Like, sisters, don't do that to your brothers and brothers. Vice versa. Be be nice. <laughs> just just be, I, I don't know. Be sacrificial. <laughs> don't be like us. Okay, we'll probably cut that out in post, which means yeah. we probably won't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no one's listening to this podcast anyway. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Um, so Juicy House, um, relational, like, markers, I think spiritual markers for sure. Any, any other, like, big spiritual markers for you, would you say? Um, I think spiritual markers, Winter Retreat was really big. Okay. I remember, Which it was, year? it was quick. I think okay. it was junior GWG? year. GWG? Yeah, um. Grace Point Winter Gathering, just. Yeah, Grace Point Winter Gathering. I think that's when Clay Jones came as a guest speaker. Yeah. And that really resonated with me, just. His talk on, uh, Problem, I think of, problem evil. of Evil. Yeah, Problem of yeah. Evil, Problem of Pain. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was just talking about, yeah, just, like, how we're kind of messed up, and even though, like, we might not be, like, 
murderers like it's still like what we have in our hearts that's what like is sin like we have like sin in our hearts and that that's when i really internalized sin like yeah. i was like oh man I'm a, I'm a sinner and like these like thoughts that i have are like they have repercussions and like they're like transgressions against god and, yeah yeah that was really an eye-opener and i think that was the beginning of just my interest and in, like my repentance life yeah yeah that was really good i, I really like that and mm. yeah that's when i like realized i'm a sinner and yeah that's the first step to anything i feel like of course for, for yeah. yeah that's like when i really internalize it so yeah yeah that was a big u-turn for me it's always a huge yeah. moment yeah. yeah cool so i mean of course that's just a starting point and i think um i think in a lot of ways i've seen um yeah i've seen you like uh just take your faith a little bit more seriously um i mean definitely some just pretty clear ways it's just like Ways you spend spend time um, used to be a lot more like movie watching and oh and man, video <laughs> you know that oh, week man. that you watched eight Marvel vi- movies. Oh, <laughs> that was funny. And then I was like, hey, "Why don't you explain what like happened?" No, wait, wait. explain it from your point <coughs> of view first. Like, okay, okay. So <laughs> this was no to make it worse. It was during a dead week. It was during dead week. It was yes. During de- I I stu- my study habits are horrible, by the way. <laughs> so what I do is I turn on a video or movie, but. Senior year at Juicy House, I decided to watch all. How many displays movies. did you have? You like? Did you have three displays or two? I had two. Okay. So I, on one display, I would play a Marvel movie, and on one display, I would study my chemi like, <laughs> material. So I, I had it on. I was like, "Oh, I'm just watching movies," and people yeah. would like walk by, and be yeah. like, "Oh, you're watching like Thor or something?" Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just you know, I just like to have it on. <laughs> and then, and I, then Philip comes over yeah. and he's like, "Dude, you've been watching like te- you've watched like ten Marvel movies," and I'm like, "No, I only watch." Thor, uh, Iron Man, and oh no! I said I only watched three: yeah. Thor, Iron Man, uh, like Ant Man. <laughs> and then and you then started I'm naming like, them. I started naming like ten. I'm like, oh shoot! I watched all the Marvel <laughs> movies. I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize. And then you brought it up. Yeah, yeah. That's oh funny. man, that was a low point for me. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? That was, my that was funny. That was funny. Um, yeah, I have bad study habits. <laughs> I don't do that anymore because. First of all, I don't have school. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I just don't watch movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot less time and even, like, with the little... It's not even that. It's just, like, even with the time that we have, it's just a lot clearer that, like, we need to spend um, our time doing things that are, I don't know, important. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we're not, it's not like every second we're, like, reading the Bible or, like, even reading, like, Christian books. Of course, yeah. we, like, mess around a lot and we, yeah. we waste time every once in a while. But it's, it is... It's growth, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's... I've seen a lot of growth and, and I think even things that seem like small steps like that, like mm. they open up the door for a lot bigger like forms of growth. Yeah. Um, sure. it's, it's about habit forming, right? Um, I don't know. Is there something that you feel like just in your approach to life or like your approach to relationships or I don't know, anything that you feel like you've taken a big step of growth in? Big step of growth. Um, I mean, I think one thing that we talked about is just like obviously your approach to relationships like even your relationship with nick like that's changed yeah um, i mean it's been a gradual yeah, thing I, think. Yeah. I don't think there was like a actually a big uh decision i think that contributed to my growth was um making a decision to stay in berkeley because hmm. i'm from socal and my yeah my dad's a pastor and he was kind of expecting me to like help him out in his ministry hmm. and 
Yeah, it was a very tough decision. I mean, like, deciding to stay or go. Like, there were a lot of, like, things to consider. And yeah, of course. I just remember um, just calling Isaiah and just talking about it. And, like, he told me, you know, one thing that was, like, really, like, like eye-opening was, like, he told me, yeah, like, God doesn't, like, necessarily need you to work for him to, you know, get the, like, word gospel out to people. Yeah. Like, this is a, like, think of it as a privilege. Like, you're, you're, like, no matter where you go, like, it's, it's mainly for you to go and mainly for you to go yeah. in heart for, like, the loss. And I was yeah. like, oh, wow, like, that is so true. Like, yeah. I think that was a real eye-opener and it made it kind of clear, like, I knew, like, here I have peers who I can, you know, grow in Christ with and back there it's kind of hard to do that, especially yeah. with, like, no peers and, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, that made it real clear and even though it was, like, a hard choice, like, telling my parents I was, I'm going to decide to stay, like, yeah. even, like it's hard to find a candy job here and, yeah, but I, I, I stand by my decision and it's, I've grown so much since then and yeah like my dependency towards god has grown much more and i feel if i i went there i would have been like you know back to worldliness and yeah kind of yeah getting you know going back to like my my worldliness and yeah yeah I'll, I'll, yeah I'm, I'm just glad i made that decision yeah definitely and i think like one of the things you, you mentioned is like just having peers to um kind of grow alongside and to to keep you accountable and, and I, I will say honestly for me one of the reasons why my habits change like is because I live with guys who keep me accountable and it's not like they're like always checking up on me and like always like yeah. oh are you doing this or are you doing this like honestly sometimes I just do things because I'm like oh what are they gonna think if they see me like <laughs> sitting around like just like yeah, yeah, watching yeah. videos all day and it's and like it seems kind of weird to say like, oh, I'm doing this because of the way people see me because yeah. like, I don't know, I, I guess as Christians you are kind of like, oh, I shouldn't be worried about what people think. But yeah. that's part of growth, you know? It's like, it's like, I'm going to build habits because in a way, the way that people see my life is important because, yeah. I mean, you know, like we always say, people don't read the Bible, they read Christians. And it's like, if, if you can't, like live a life that is visibly different then people aren't going to like take you seriously. Yeah. Right. And so as like suffocating and frustrating as living with people who are Christian can yeah. seem sometimes <laughs> it's like, it, it really helps you grow in a way that like yeah. you wouldn't be able to, if you just like went home and didn't really have that kind of same. Yeah. It's good peer pressure. Yeah. It's good peer and pressure. it's, it's not good to nag each other either. You know, it's not good to like, I mean, cause I, I know if I went home, my parents would be nagging me all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, my parents still nag me through this. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, so like, just having brothers, it's not even like they're calling me out all the time. It's just like, man, like, I I need to do this because, like, yeah, like, they see me. And, yeah. Like, that's important. Be a good role model. Yeah. Be a good Christian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, I mean, I'll just say, like, morning DTs, like, we do 7 a.m. DTs, like, but I have not been, like, making it to all of them and, like, part of what gets me out of bed in the morning is, like, oh, man, if I don't make it to this one, like, it's not going to be good. <laughs> like, it's not going to look good. And it's, yeah. it sounds kind of bad, but it, at the same time, it's also, I feel like that's a very, like, viable reason to grow. You know, yeah, it's, it's like, okay. I, it's okay. yeah, I want I want people to know that I take, take it seriously. Yeah. And it's not like I just want to look good in front of them. It's like, of course, like, part of it is that, but it's also, like, I, 
I want to to grow my faith and yeah. like they're doing this, so I should do this too. You know? Yeah. I mean, it might start off as I want to look good. Yeah. And then later on, you see that yeah, it's been it was good to me like spiritually yeah. and like you grow through that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Even though you might not have the right motive yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, maybe it'll turn out okay. <laughs> yeah, and even when you get there, even if it's like, oh, I'm doing this to look at it, it, as long as you get there and you're humble while you're doing your DT, yeah. then you can be blessed by the DT, the yeah. DT you know? Yeah. So, um, you just got to be humble when, when you come face-to-face with the Word yeah. of God. So. Yeah, this past week has been pretty good for me with DT because I've been doing DT by myself at work <laughs> this whole time and like mm-hmm. doing it with other people and like getting um, their insights yeah. is pretty good. And yeah, I mean... Um, yeah that's that's pretty cool and just being able to just speak my mind about what i thought and like just kind of going back and forth with that is man i miss that (laughs) yeah for sure so this this quarantine has been good in that way yeah so yeah all right cool uh i think we're kind of like running out of time it took pretty long oh 50 minutes really we've been talking about it it's probably around like 40 okay the first 10 minutes was that's okay. Around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we had some fun with it, um, and I think it's really cool to just hear, um, just yeah, your perspective on on how you've grown, and, and yeah. also to like I think that's something that I've seen, and I can kind of speak on a little bit as well. So um, just to close up, I mean, because we're Christian, we're gonna close with the, with the Bible verse. That's gonna be <laughs> our line. Every you time. don't have to say we're Christian because no, no, no. we're Christian. It's got to be the line. That's gonna be okay. Cool. Fine. fine. Um, so uh, in light of Eddie's um, sharing. I'm going to share from Job 40:16. Behold, now his strength in his loins and his power in the muscles of his belly. Oh man! And Job 41:23. <laughs> the folds of his flesh are joined together, firm okay, on what? him and immovable. What the? Let's <laughs> talk about his uh, his large appetite and his <laughs> muscles. <laughs> oh man! Oh dude, I'm I'm so glad that you brought okay. this up. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm I'm just kidding. Oh wow. Our script says, end with the real Bible verse about growth and maturity, and it's blank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, so um, do this. Go and Google a Bible verse <laughs> about growth and maturity, and let the Word of God bless you, you oh, know? This um, is, okay. Yeah, the Bible's got a lot to say. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, we should have prepared better for this. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I, it's, I like it how like the first podcast was very, like, really fun and kind of jokey and then we went into like this deep like conversation about like kind of just laying out my own testimony (laughs) it's like oh that's how it is and then we end it with a joke yeah (laughs) it's perfect we're we're figuring it out as we go yeah all right hopefully we didn't blaspheme in this podcast i i don't think we did okay we're still here god didn't zap us so oh is that how it works (laughs) yeah Uh, no one told me about that (laughs) (laughs) that was a joke (laughs) this like why aren't you saying anything I was trying to, like, where's that? You know? Oh. We're dead. Oh. <laughs> okay. We should end it. All right. Uh, thanks for... How are we ending Thanks this? for listening. Thanks. Uh, next week. Same time next week. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. it. Good job. Corona. Corona. Okay. <laughs> so Dude, that was 50 minutes? Yeah. Wow. We talked for a really long time. 52. It's okay. I think it's...